This podcast is brought to you by the Albany Public Library main branch and the generosity of listeners like you. What is a podcast? God, Daddy, these people talk as much as you do. Razib Khan's Unsupervised Learning. Hey, everybody. This is Razib with the Unsupervised Learning Podcast, and I am here today with Philippe Lemoyne, a Frenchman and a fellow at the CSPI, and also a PhD candidate in philosophy, I believe philosophy of science at Cornell. Is that all correct, Philippe? Yep. All right. So um, I think the first thing that I want to talk about is is an interesting um, dispute that we've had, not a dispute, a discussion. Like we... Uh, we were hanging out in Washington D.C. recently, and you know, um, you want to make your life in France, which that's fine. Um, and you know, you you basically said that you prefer prefer France. And uh, as an American, I always find that uh, you know I, I'm liberal enough to accept that that is an opinion that should be allowed. Uh, but <laughs> um, I, it, it's it's a little inexplicable to me. And, and I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna let me just like outline my reasoning to listeners out there because about half of you guys are not american um i know so my my defense of america aside from the fact that it's rich and powerful uh is also it's a massive country so i've lived in i've lived in the san francisco bay area i've lived in the central valley i lived in eastern oregon i lived in western oregon i lived in portland i've lived in seattle i lived in austin i've lived in upstate new york i've lived in western pennsylvania um i've been all across the country uh there is no one America in a way. Uh, there's a lot of Americas and you have a lot of choice. And so when someone like, you know, like you, Philippe, or, you know, you know someone says, I prefer living in Japan. Okay. Um, okay. With Japan, I think I can see why I, you would say that insofar as the orderliness, uh, the homogeneity and the predictability of Japan it's extremely hard to match that anywhere in the United States. Okay. Um, you know, with France, I'm sure there are things too, and maybe we'll explore what that is. So America covers a lot of the distribution. I mean, if you want uh, kind of like voluble, um, outgoing people go to, you know, Southern Florida, you know, uh, if you want kind of like loud, big personalities, go to LA. If you want more low key people, you can go to Minnesota, you know, Pacific Northwest, where I'm from, is pretty low-key. And so there's a lot of variation. There's a lot of uh, things you can select in this country. So I think um, maybe I just value choice a lot. People have choices to do a lot of things in this country and be a lot of things. And so in terms of individual self-actualization, uh, I just have a hard time seeing where I would rather be. Um, I have considered it over the last decade or so, especially the last five years, the occurrence in American culture that you know both Philippe and I are actually pretty opposed to. And uh, that, you know, non-English speaking countries in particular have been more resistant to. So I see that point. But, um, you know, let, let's start out something simple because you, you do start this controversy that got into the mainstream press from X to the mainstream press. And that's about food, um, American food versus French food. I mean, I don't really want to get into this because there's, there's some types of American food where I'm like, I, I get what you're saying. But again... This is the issue with what American food is, because I live in Austin, Texas, and in Austin, Texas, American food is Tex-Mex, which is very different than, say, food in Minnesota or New England, and I'm also from the Pacific Northwest, and there we have 
you know, salmon and other things like that. So, you know, in California, California cuisine, although that's kind of created by Alice Waters and the last generation. Uh, my point there is, you know, what do you mean by American food? By French food, I think I know what you mean. You know, it's the, it's the type of cuisine that was perfected in the, you know, 16th century, 17th century, and then really more recently with the Michelin stars and stuff like that with a certain philosophy. Uh, but like, but talk about the food thing. Um, and also, like, I guess you could give people who are somehow listening to a podcast, but not entirely online, the context of, you know, French food is better and American food's crap. Yeah, okay. So, I mean, first of all, I just want to note that, like, I never talked about American food. I talked about food in America, in the U.S. That's It's not quite the same thing. Because American food, I mean, as you say, like, I mean, it's to the extent that there exists such a thing, there is not just one thing, you know, even like the, the local cuisine, like varies like a lot depending on the region. I mean, you know, this is true in, uh, this is true in France too, you know, French cuisine, it's very different depending on the region, but um, I feel like it's even less coherent in, in the US, but mostly, you know, the food that, that Americans eat, you know, uh, is not, a lot of it is not American in any clear sense. But so mostly, well, it's funny because, you know, I made this tweet. So, you know, to give people the context, I'm, I was actually pretty drunk at this point, uh, made this tweet uh, saying that, uh, I don't even remember exactly what, what the first tweet was. Uh, it was something to the effect that, you know, like uh, spending hours at the table, like really enjoying the food in France and that's like people cannot, outside of France cannot really, under, or maybe people in the US, I don't remember exactly what I said again, cannot really understand this. And then I saw a number of Americans who were like, um, you know, commenting that no, this is nonsense or something to the effect that, uh, of course, the food is better in the US. And you know, to me, this was just absurd. So I, I made another tweet, which is the one that blew up, where I was saying something like, again, I don't remember the exact words, but I was something like, you know, it's amazing. Americans really believe they have better food. So again, I wasn't talking about American food. Americans really believe they have better food that, than than France. You know, that they, they really believe it, which I thought was amazing. And so this kind of like really blew up. Like it had like 18 million impression. Like the funny thing is that, like I said, I was pretty drunk at this point. So, you know, I was at a party with friends. Uh, I just shut down the phone, you know, and then I woke up the next morning only to realize that like thousands and thousands of really angry people had reacted to it and like were really, really upset by it. So anyway, it's funny because if you read what those people were saying when they were not like, when they're making like coherent responses, because very often it was barely, barely coherent, but it was something to the effect that restaurants in the US are far better than in France. Actually, I don't even believe that is true. But I agree that, you know, the U.S. is a pretty pretty good, like, restaurant scene. I still think that for the same price, on average, you'll get better in France. Uh, it's probably true that you'll get, you'll get less variety. So if you value variety enough, then sure, that's a, that's a point in favor of the U.S. here. Uh, some people have said that, you know, if you go to the very, very best restaurants, you'll get better in the U.S. and in France. I don't believe that is true either. But whatever, you know, it doesn't really matter because when I was talking about food in France, uh, you know, the mere fact that people, like almost all of the people objected, talked about restaurants was kind of proving my point to my mind because 
you know, food in France and food in mo- most of the world, really, is not specifically about restaurants or mainly about restaurants, really. And, and so the fact it was, I found, I found it very revealing that people would, when you talk about food, people will automatically go to restaurants and talk about that. Because this is not what people in France think about when they think about food. You know, I was, uh, as I was saying before, I was at a party. We were eating food that we had made. You know, it wasn't like we weren't at a restaurant or something. And that's that's what I had in mind when I made that tweet. But and so that, I thought that was really revealing. You know, of, and it's what it's really what it was really revealing of is the fact that uh, the food culture in France and in the U.S. is very different. Like there is a sense in which, in France in particular, I think this is true more generally. But I think it's particularly true in France. Um, food, uh, I say more generally outside of the U.S. is what I mean. Food is like, uh, it's not just, you know, it's not just a way of sustaining yourself. It's also, it's also like an important social experience. It's a very social thing. And so we do this where we get at the table and we stay at four hours at the table, which I feel is like much less common in the U.S. And so, um, so, uh, yeah, 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 okay, okay. okay, yeah, yeah. I, I got to jump in here. It's like, I mean, four hours at a table. That's a lot of time. I mean, <laughs> so, I mean, that's, uh, you know, I, I'm wondering what people are going to say in the comments. I, I'm actually, like, not able to, I'm, like, trying to comprehend four hours at the table. Uh, yeah, but, but you're done with the food. You're just hanging around the table talking then. Uh, honestly. It depends, you know. I mean, it can definitely be four hours without. Obviously, you you talk, you know. You don't just eat, but oh yeah. Uh, so we we recently it's, had it's, dinner. It's not, unusual. it's not unusual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had dinner in DC. I don't think we made it to four hours. I think it was like three and a half. Yeah, it was close though. It was close. Like I said, it was actually was that was that was uh, very uh, exceptional it, in my in my experience. Yeah, but so in your I mean, experience, it's this not is exceptional. Not when when you're meeting with friends in France, it's totally not exceptional at all uh so but but in my experience in the u.s it is and you know i've rarely done that in the u.s and in france i do that pretty much every time i i do i have a dinner with my friends like not not in restaurants when we go out in restaurants actually does last a long time much longer than americans spend in restaurants too but not nearly as much as when you do that at somebody's home so that's one thing, you know. Another thing I had in mind is that, look, uh, people just eat better at home, you know. Like, so when when Americans are not uh, eating outside, you know, you're not, uh, they just, I mean, it, it, you know, it's it's honestly just absolutely baffling to me that anyone would deny that. Anyone who knows, who has experienced both, like the idea that French people don't eat better on average than Americans is just completely absurd. Like. I cannot even comprehend that someone would, would think that if they've experienced both. So, wait, so you you do you live Wait, Philippe, do you live alone? Yeah, I live alone. Do you live Paris, yeah. Okay, so in France you live alone. And so you're a single, I mean you're well not you're well whatever. You're male living alone and you cook and um I mean, so it's kind of a joke in the United States. There's a lot of jokes about the way men living alone especially in their 20s and 30s, cook. Like, they just heat things up, you know, or, like, you know, I'll, like, yeah. you know, I have a cast iron pan, I make steaks, you know, like, 
you know, yeah, yeah. fry I mean, up some to, shrimp. To, or, you to, know. To, to be honest, I don't, I don't even necessarily speak for myself because I don't cook all that much. Although I do cook, I think I, I probably cook a lot more than, which is not saying a lot, you know, than the typical American single man, single man. But, uh, but you know, like people, if you're, if, you know, and you go to a French family, you know, pe- people just cook all the time. And, and what they eat is just so much better, you know, both in terms of how healthy it is and in terms of taste than what the typical American family will eat. I mean, I just, uh, you know, I, I'm not seeing, I'm not saying that Americans are like literally incapable of cooking good stuff. You know, I've, I've had good uh, homemade meals, you know, in the US. That's, that's not the point. I'm just making a point about what's true on average. And I, and I think, you know, this is definitely true. So, so you know, it's... Uh, Nate Silver wrote a good post, which I mostly agreed with, with the caveats I made, or some of the caveats that I made earlier, uh, you know, about this controversy, uh, where, and, you know, I think the main thing is that, yeah, if you're talking about restaurants and the U.S. does have something over France, if you value my, if you value diversity enough, uh, which, you know, I, it's not, I don't value it at all, but I guess I value less than other people. So, uh, but if you do, then yeah, sure. You will have like, on average, you'll have more diversity in restaurants in the U S but like I said, you know, restaurants are just like a small subset of what I was talking about, not even really what I was talking about at all. And so I thought it was revealing and, you know, it's, it shows something about the culture, you know, like, so people, when you're eating with colleagues, you know, during the week, you know, during you're working and you have lunch with your colleagues you know, it, it often like lasts two hours too. You know, you, people go out or they're together much more than in the US, as far as I can tell. Again, based on my here, it's, I was going to say it's purely anecdotal. It's not purely a- anecdotal because you have like surveys on, you know, time use that, that show that too. Although I think those surveys, you know, they need to be taken with a grain of salt. But, um, but you know, I have no doubt based on this and anecdotal evidence that this is true on the whole. So it's, it's, it's something, and you know, there's just one example to go back to the broader debate, what you were asking at the very beginning about why, you know, you found that baffling that anyone who has presumably the choice can, would prefer to live in France rather than, than the U.S. is that that's just one example of something about French culture that I just prefer. Look, I'm not even saying, I mean, I do think it, but, uh, you know, if, uh, I was going to say, I'm not even saying that this is like, objectively better <laughs> although you know i really strongly do feel it's better but um but whatever you know like i'm not i'm not a taliban you know if people prefer a different way of like experiencing food that that's fine with me you know like i'm not forcing anyone to 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 like the lot of things i like and so i'm just saying as far as i'm concerned personally i prefer this way of approaching food of experiencing food than the american way so that's just one example and you know, and I, and I guess like this is just like it's it's very, you know, again like going back to the broader debate, um, it, it's it's very difficult to say exactly uh, what I prefer about France because it's I think it's probably like a an accumulation of small things, most of them probably just born out of habit, just because I was born there and raised there, uh, but that make me prefer it. And look, I I think often you know. Uh, if you like, if you ask why you prefer your country to another, I think it's a perfectly reasonable thing to just say because it's my country, and that's kind of how I feel. You know, like it does, um, you know, it does uh, produce 
a number of habits, you know, that, that it shapes, it shapes your preferences in a number of ways. And so it's not surprising that I think typically people prefer to live in their country. That's not to say, you know, that there is, because people, look, I'm, I'm critical of various things about the U.S., like, especially stuff like U.S. foreign policy and like, uh, I make fun of their food, et cetera. So people sometimes think I hate the U.S., but I don't hate the U.S. at all. I think the U.S. is great. I have many friends in the U.S. I go there often. Um, I think, you know, they have Americans have many fine qualities. So for, if, if I'll give you an example of something that the Americans are definitely better than the French, in my opinion, is like they have a much better sense of hospitality, for instance. That's something I was really shocked by when I arrived in the U.S. I lived there for several years. And I was really amazed by their sense of hospitality. You know, like I remember like moving into my apartment, like running into the old guy who was living next door. And I literally never met that guy. It was just like, oh, you know, if you if you ever need a ride to Walmart, you should just let me know. I'll give you a ride to Walmart. You know, I literally never met that person. So I thought that was great. Uh, so, you know, they have like, they definitely have many qualities uh, over the French. I'm not even saying, you know, that the French is superior in every respect. But like I said, uh, probably largely as a result of the fact that I was born and raised there, uh, it, it shaped my preferences in such a way that overall I prefer life in France, you know, and, and like I said, it's difficult to say, I couldn't tell you, like, I couldn't give you one thing in particular or even like two or three that I prefer. It's probably like, an again, an accumulation of small things that maybe taken individually, they don't amount to much, but, you know, they, it just adds up. And overall, in the end, I just prefer to, to be there. And I, I think, yeah, I don't think it's weird. I think most people, you know, even, look, even if you had like open borders, like, and even if you're just talking, because of course, if you have open borders, people who live like in really poor countries, yeah, sure, they, they will go to the US or another like uh, rich country. But, you know, just because the, at some point, the difference in, in material standard of living just overcome the other stuff. That's, that's normal. But if we're just looking at like, um, rich countries, so, you know, of course, like Europe is not as rich as the US, but nevertheless, it's still, we've reached a point where it's, it's still like, similarly developed countries. If you had open borders, you wouldn't have like France and and Italy and Spain would not empty because everyone would go to the US. That's just not the case. So that, you know, that's just and the reason is because most French people, most Spani- Spaniards, most Italians they, they, just prefer they already to be had, in France. They already had the chance. I mean, yeah, they, I mean they, not- there was already there was already a so when the US was way richer than Europe oh, actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like the, so the people that stayed there's going to be some, you know, uh, there's going to be some, you know, selection there. I mean, we don't just speculate what it is, but I mean, like something like a third of Norway came to the United States, yeah, and two thirds did not, right? And actually, the third, the, the yeah, yeah, yeah. There's actually a. I remember reading a paper about this that showed that there was like actually a lot of that it was very selective in the sense that people self-selected into immigration when they had certain qualities that the others didn't. So, uh, you know, what, whatever the reasons, you know, but my point is, again, you know, even if you did that today, and especially if you did that today, it was at, at the time, Norway was extremely poor, not like today, right? Uh, but if you, you know, even more so, if you did that today, if there were like, if there was like open borders between Europe, Western Europe and, and the US, know that they're like very similar in terms of the material standard of living, 
Like you would have like, of course, you would have more immigration than you have today toward, you know, in the direction of the U.S. You would also have more in the opposite direction because some Americans like the European way of life or the various European ways of life. But, uh, but, you know, mostly it wouldn't be like, you know, we wouldn't have like really shocking levels of, of immigration. Like it wouldn't have, it wouldn't be like massively socially disruptive in any way. You know, it would be still fairly limited. Again, it's very, very different than if you did that with like poor countries, because then the, the difference in standard of living is, is large enough that, yeah, you're going to get like much larger immigration flows, but. So, you know, just, just to say, I just say that you say that because you were surprised by this, but you know, when you think about this, when you see it this way, it's, it's not really that surprising, right? It's, it's what most people would do. I, I'm not in that respect. I'm just like most people in France, I think, and most people in most countries, really, the most rich countries. Yeah. So, I mean, let's talk about the economics a little bit because that's, uh, that's, uh, easier to, to talk about. So, like, last I checked, like, with one of the, PPP uh, per capita GDP. Um, actually, like I'm just gonna check right now. Uh, calculators uh, for France, I got like forty five thousand USD, and for the US, I got um, I got sixty five thousand. So living in France, uh, you're like you know considerably poorer. But what you're trying to say, or not what you're trying to say, what you're saying is, uh, yeah. Let me just check. So this is one of the uh, international current international ppp okay this is 63,000 for the US uh it's about like 46,000 UK and like 45,000 France whatever i mean that 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 order of magnitude right um and so for you i mean you know you would make more money in the US if you immigrated right but it's that money is not worth the transition and lifestyle and the cultural differences and everything like that there's non economic uh factors at play here it's not just arbitrary yeah, yeah. No, so I mean, you know, money. I'm not saying it's not important and that it it doesn't contribute to my well being. It obviously does, but it does have like fairly rapidly decreasing marginal returns. Uh, of course, it's going to depend on people. You know, there are some people are more able who can who can enjoy like a, a higher revenue more for longer as they climb up the ladder of uh, income. Uh, but you know, as far as I'm concerned, again, I'm not. Here, like pretending that money doesn't matter. I know that it does, and that it doesn't contribute to my well-being. That it, that having more money would not make me better off in in some ways. For sure, this would be the, this would be the case. But um, but yeah, there is a trade-off, you know. And I feel like the uh, like the the added revenue, the added income I would get, the increased material standard of living I would I could get by living in the U.S. is just not worth. The loss of the other stuff, and the other stuff is more immaterial. It's harder to describe, but it's just there, you know. Uh, you know, there are also things like even more prosaic than like you know, my parents are getting old and they're they're in France, so uh, I don't want to be like I want to be able to see them often. Like when I have kids, I want them to meet their see their grandparents just like more than once a year, that sort of things. But even like beyond this. Um, yeah, again, you know, like there is a, yeah, to give you an example, like, so I go to DC regularly now and um, every single time I've been to DC, I've heard like uh, guns being shot next to where I live, where I'm staying. And so this is not, 
I mean, this is just weird, you know, like, I'm, it's not, it's not that bad, you know, like, I mean, it's not as if someone had shot me or anything, but, uh, this is an example of something that is unpleasant and that it's an experience you wouldn't have in France, in a French city. Like, this is just nuts to me. That's especially where I'm staying, which is like not, you know, I'm not staying in a ghetto part of Washington, D.C. And it's just insane to me that someone would like shoot a gun, you know, sometimes in broad daylight in, in like the capital of the, I just, you know, coming from France, it's an extremely weird thing and not one that I particularly envy. I mean, there are other things like, um, I don't like about American cities. So for instance, uh, because population density is so low, uh, they're really sprawling compared to European cities. And so you, you can't really walk anywhere. The public transportation is, is almost always shit, except like with a handful of exceptions. Um, so actually this is not that bad, but it's still not Paris. And so, um, so, you know, you have to drive everywhere, take a Uber, like, which I find a pain. I like to walk to. So one thing I like about Paris, I can walk to like a lot of places or actually do part of the, of the trip when I'm moving within Paris walking, which I enjoy. Uh, in the U.S., you know, it's much less the case in American cities because there's so, you know, you mentioned L.A. during your introduction. Honestly, I do not understand L.A., for instance. Like the fact that some people like living in that city is something that I really do not understand. Like, it's just, the city is an abomination to me. But anyway, uh, and largely, not just, but largely because it's so sprawling. And I, I do not understand how who can enjoy this. But so, you know, that's... Wait, what do you think about Boston? I've never been to Boston, so I, I I've heard that it was a, it had a more European feel, so that I might enjoy yeah. it. Uh, but I've never been there, so um, so I can't tell you. Well, I, yeah, what I would say about yeah, what I would say about Boston, you know, is it's not as big of a city, uh, and it's it develop it's an older city and it developed more organically, and so you know, for example, the, the northern part of Boston, like Little Italy and stuff like that. They have windy, like they have like streets that are okay. Like this is like feeling like Europe, you know. In America, America, most cities have a pretty straightforward grid pattern, you know. Uh, Boston has part of the city that's not like that because it's old, um, and it's a substantial. I mean, it's a non-trivial part of the city. Um, anyway, I just I just want to bring that up because you know a lot of your points are taken. Um, but again, one thing that I want to make clear to people in other parts of the world is we are a very big, diverse country. And, uh, you know, there are parts of the country that are quite different than other parts of the country. And so, you know, this whole crime issue, that, that's a legit thing. We do have high rates of crime, and we don't need to get into why. I mean, some of it's political and self-inflicted, as you know. Um, but, you know, if crime is really your concern, you can go live in Vermont, New Hampshire. Now, on the other hand, what you're saying is, like, you want a big, safe urban area, you know? Uh, and that's that's difficult. You got to go to the suburbs. You got to go to rural areas.